Welcome to Trilodron Behind the Scenes. I'm Chad Corey. Episode 14, What's Next? Well, hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Trollodron Behind the Scenes. I'm Chad Corey, and we are getting close to the end of the season, end of the year, which seems kind of amazing to think about how quickly it's gone by, but it does that every year. <laughs> it gets faster all the time. So I'm just happy to be able to share some things with you guys and get these out there on a timely basis. And speaking of that, I'll be sharing a little bit about the tour. I wanted to share a little bit about what this particular episode will be about in particular. I'm going to try and condense some of the things that are going on for right now, what's, what's the progress of things that are in uh, process, shall we say, development, and then also share what will be coming out most likely in 2022 and possibly even 2023 if I can get that far without uh, breaking any uh, things I'm not supposed to say or do any things I'm not supposed to do, if that makes makes sense. First and foremost, if you have any questions or concerns or commentary you'd like to pass my way regarding this podcast, maybe I shared some things you have some questions on, maybe you have uh, like to get some more information about some stuff that I didn't necessarily go into as depth as you wanted me to, I would encourage you to check and send out an email to me. That's just at uh, behind, that's B-E-H-I-N-D, at Chad Corey, that's C H A D C O R R I E dot com. And if you could too, or just in general, just kind of share a little email note saying, hey, I get your podcast in you know, your, your city here or your country here, that would be helpful as well. I'm trying to put this out as to as many outlets and places as possible. The challenge with that, though, unfortunately, is I'm not always able to, how do I say that, get a fair assessment of where this is being received, where it's being picked up, who's actually listening to it, what people actually are getting out of it. That's helpful for me in planning future episodes and just helpful in general seeing where the most effective use of the resources and time and stuff is being used in general. So if you can send a quick little shout out there, that would be helpful on that front. Okay, transitioning here real quick, I want to thank everyone, first of all, who's been able to participate and uh, take advantage of the Triumph Tour. For those who are not familiar, maybe you listen to this later, the last book in the Wizard King trilogy, Triumph of the Wizard King, has come out earlier this month, this month being October, and it has been, I think, a very good reception thus far, as far as what I've been doing with the tour and getting it into stores and such. So I thank everyone that, again, has had a hand or part in participating with that. Part of with the launch I am very excited to be doing is an actual real in-person book tour or book event, book signing kind of stuff. And I have not been able to do that for this entire trilogy. It's been a very unique book signing experience on that front. I used to do this uh, previous times with uh, previous publications many years ago, and I really enjoyed it. I really thought it was a fun way to not just interact with people, you know, get a good rapport with the store and kind of get a feel for how things are out there in the, the marketplace, but also kind of see who these people are that are reading the book, what they what they get out of it, what they're get putting into it, shall we say. That for an author is just, I, for me, I like it on a business standpoint because I actually know who I'm writing toward or what this is gravitating towards in general. But I also like it because it's kind of fun to put names to faces and kind of imagine Kind of, again, it's not a totally scientific survey or a study in general, but it's a nice little snapshot of what is going on 
at least in that time period of that part of the, the woods, shall we say. And kind of I can use that when I'm writing to kind of, okay, what would this, you know, get a better idea for who I'm writing to, if that makes sense. And sometimes that helps when you're writing stories and things. You get a better idea for your audience because in the general time, in the beginning of things, you don't always have that. You just, you're writing generically. You're just, you know, believing that someone out there will, <laughs> will pick it up. They'll like it. They'll enjoy it. But you don't necessarily know who they are. So that's kind of fun, like I said, to get your finger on the pulse of that. We've had a very, I think, successful uh, last few events uh, at the time of this recording. Again, you can go to the website, chadcorey.com, and find out more information about that if you're currently listening to it, like this year, 2022. I mean, excuse me, 2021, sorry. Um, but after that, you probably won't be listing the dates and stuff, but you can go back on my social media if you're curious and kind of see what took place. I'm trying to give a, a more of a an up-to-date process update for all these events that I participate in with some pictures and a little bit of a background of which took place, kind of not just for recording it for posterity, but also just giving people a little snapshot of what it was like if they weren't able to attend in general. But generally speaking, again, I think they're going very well. We've come very close. Actually, we did last time, uh, last event, as of this recording, selling out of Return of the Wizard King. We've sold uh, several copies. I think the last event we did was over 30, which is great. I mean, if you talk to a lot of people, that's uh, phenomenal numbers for someone who's a quote-unquote unknown author with a book that you know launched uh, last year to no signing. It was just a generic, I don't want to say generic, but it was just a general release and some stock signings that took place. We couldn't do any in-store stuff really with people. So that was interesting. And this just to see that taking up. And it looks like it's continuing to do really well. So I've been looking forward to seeing how it progresses and gets better and bigger as the uh, weeks progress here. If you're interested in participating in the, uh, signing yourself, you can go again to chadcorey.com. There is a, uh, the homepage there will list some basic information about the signing, where I'm at, where I'm going to be that week. All the signings now between now and the end of, I think it's the 4th of December, will be on Saturdays and they will be now exclusively in Minnesota and probably yeah, after this upcoming weekend here, again, as if this recording, the end of October, starting in November, they're all going to be more in the metro area. So if you live in that part of the, the state, there should be something close by to you if you have purchased books previously or if you're interested in picking up books in general. I'm trying to hit like the north-south-east-west quadrant, quadrants there for the most part, wrapping things up at the Mall of Americas, which I think would be kind of a kind of a good catch-all where everyone, not even just from Minnesota, but from all over the country, even all over the world, since they get international travel there, can be a good place for people can take advantage of that if you can't get it anywhere else. So, so that was kind of a long-winded explanation of what's going on, but I just wanted to thank everyone who has been participating. I really wanted to thank the stores. Everyone has been just phenomenal in putting stuff together, having me come in. Again, it's just fun to have an actual event where you're talking to people, interacting with people, selling books, signing books. It's a, it's a, For an author, it's a very fun, enjoyable process. At least it is for me. I can't speak, I guess, for every author. But for me, it's very fun and enjoyable to actually, like I said, connect on all those different levels. So with that going on, what now are we talking about is concerning new stuff that's going on? What's happening for the rest of this year? Well, this year I am wrapping up the history of Trollodron. I know it seems odd to be saying that when you've already completed a trilogy and you're doing other things, you, you'd think you'd have that figured out, but no. 
Um, the story, while well, the history is written, I should put it to you that way, the history has been written. What I'm doing is just going through now and fine-tooth combing it, adding some things in that needed to be added in, putting in some clarity, making sure the timeline and the dates are correct. For example, there are, well, I'm not getting into too much of the weeds here, but there are several different means of timekeeping on Trowler Run that are used, depending upon which part of the, the, the planet, which time period during that planet, and, and so on and so forth. And so you always have to have that multiple time date stamp on every historical event that is recorded. So what I'm having to do now is part of not just going through and fine-tooth combing the, the normal stuff for the editorial aspect of it and making sure everything is correct with rulers and leaders and all that kind of stuff. But now I'm having to double-check and sometimes triple-check the dates that are listed for the various time periods. Thankfully, the system is proving very uh, easy to learn through repetition, shall we say. And I've been able to get it kind of figured out kind of my rote now, so it makes it go a little bit faster. But that's the fun stuff. But the challenge is it's not just, if you understand trial it's not just one world, you know, per se, one continent. It's like several different continent groups or land masses grouped together. So I'm having to work on all these different groups, at least for the Northern Hemisphere, and get that taken care of. And then get that up to where I'm at now in the storyline with the next series of books and get that all clear up, taken care of. So I have that for a total reference and it's done. So I can just focus on moving forward after that. Besides that, I am plotting and planning new stories, uh, comics, trying to put some more deals and things and offers and stuff put together and working with stuff that's already currently on the plate. As getting back to what I said previously, let's piggyback on that and go into what I'll be doing next year with the history side of things. That will be focusing on writing it to the end, writing the history from the current where I leave off with the history, taking that to the end point of history as far as what I have concerned with it. I know I mentioned, I think previously in an episode, I have a have an idea of where things are going to end as far as my, my hand is concerned in guiding those events. And that is the goalpost that I'll be looking to shoot for with the rest of the history, writing that out, taking that to the finish line and completing that section for the northern hemisphere at least that's going to be in tandem with fine tooth combing and finishing up and completing the history for the southern hemisphere now i don't talk a lot about the southern hemisphere because it hasn't been something that i've delved into totally yet i've been focusing mostly on the northern hemisphere and getting that established and then eventually going into the southern but the southern also has a very a very rich and deep and uh, multi-time-faceted type of system as well. So it's going to need a, a nice going through initially, and then I have to write the remaining years as well, making sure that ties in with what's going on in the North. So that's what's going to be keeping me busy for a lot of uh, 2022 as far as the historical side goes. I also have to do another history for something I didn't even realize was needed. Without giving too much away, there is a group of elves on the planet that have a separate, complete different reality, shall we say, they live under than what the rest of the world does. And so that requires its own separate and unique history, history timeline. And that has not been written yet. So I have to totally do that from scratch as well and develop that all the way up to the modern times. So that'll be the historical side of that. But when that is done, everything on Trowlerton, as far as I'm aware of it at this time, will have been completed and I can officially, you know, kind of wipe the dust the hands off and say, okay, 
<laughs> move on to the next thing. <laughs> but that's kind of what the development side of the things are for, for Trilord. And as far as the works and projects and things, I don't necessarily have anything new planned at this point for projects and such for 2022. That said, I mean, I'll, I'll still be writing things and producing things, but there is a trilogy I uh, have written in part that I want to get into and I want to flesh out a little bit more to kind of get some things finished up. I'm kind of waiting a little bit, too, to see how the history plays out, what I want to actually do, and what I want to glean out of it to incorporate into the tale. But basically that is uh, about three-fourths of the way done. I just have to finish up, uh, like, the latter half of the uh, the third book in the series and get it, get it done, get it finished where I like it and kind of just where it needs to be. But that's going to be something I'll be focusing on for 2022 and probably a little bit into 2023. Also, there's a continuation of the Wizard King trilogy. Well, it's a half continuation. It's, it's, it's like a story that takes place after the events. It's kind of slightly tied into it, if that makes sense, but not necessarily directly related to it. So it's sort of like a standalone, but it can dovetail into the trilogy, if, if, if that makes sense. That has been written. It started out initially as a... I guess you can say a novella or a short story, actually a short story, and then it became kind of a novella, and then now the novella has become pretty much a full-fledged novel. So I'm working on that now. There's just a few things I wanted to perhaps flesh out and develop just a little bit more and make it actually worth the price of admission as far as word count and page count and you know content in general. But in general, the, the overall story is completed and everything is, is good on it. I just need, like I said, to flesh out a few more things and make sure the story flows and is as tight as it can be with the overall structure in place and, you know, purpose and plot and such for the story in general. Not going to share the name of it nor what it's about necessarily just yet because I am looking at putting it forth to um, Dark Horse and seeing if they want to take it on for a future installment, future publication. Also looking at where I can do some good with the remaining graphic novels. For those of you who don't know, I've written uh, several graphic novels tied to Trollhard, and these are just standalone stories that take place either in the uh, the historical past of the world setting that might or might not relate to current storylines, or just some fun little stories I wanted to share about the world in general. Uh, other par- other uh, collections, I guess you can say maybe about three or four of them, are more historical-based. They have more of the telling you the background, the story, the history of the planet or a certain part of it, rather, and doing so in a very fun, I think, interesting way. It's not it's not boring, dry, <laughs> historical type of, you know, so-and-so begot so-and-so begot so-and-so. Um, the, the idea came because, you know, I like history personally, and I think it's kind of fun and very fun to have that element in your, your world setting, if you can do that. But it's not always fun to read. You, you, like I said, it's very dry. We got, we got so and so. Maybe you can put some maps in there and have some visual breaks once in a while that make it more worthwhile. But in general, it's not you know super exciting. And if you start getting a bunch of names and dates and stuff, and you're not familiar with the world setting, it's not you know part of your background knowledge. It can be sometimes kind of hard to follow and kind of hard to figure out. But with a graphic novel. You have a visual from the beginning, and you can tell a different story. You can tell a visual story, so you get more drawn in, and you can tell a lot more with the panels, just visually speaking, than you had to explain with text. And so it's a more, I think, engaging, entertaining, and fun, maybe even enlightening type of 
story process that I would like to get into for this particular uh, part of the world setting, I guess, historically speaking. So when is that going to happen? I don't know. I'm not physically pushing that right at the moment, but I am exploring things maybe as an audio option, maybe as where I can, you know, where I can get an audio first thing, or you know, we're just trying to explore concepts with that. I would like to, I'm still trying to explore what we can do with uh, another dramatic reading for the Wizard King trilogy. This would be different than an audio version. Uh, you know, you have music, you have sound effects, you'd have voice actors and such, and be doing more of a like a movie in your mind type of thing. On top of that, I would like to maybe look at some audio first stuff where we have some series, some independent uh, short stories and graphic novels and things of that nature that would lend themselves very well, I would think, into the concept of a an audio first reading in general of what was going on with you know this story, this part of the world, part of the time period, what have you. And by doing that as an audio first option, we'd be able to basically give you something of a benefit. You'd be able to get the story, so to speak, without having to read it. Without you know, before it's out in print, you'd be able to have access to it. So, trying to explore those avenues, it's obviously uh, I don't want to say a challenging year. It's just been a, a different year as far as what's possible, how people are looking at things, how publishers and producers are looking at things for for content and stuff. And so trying to get my way into that has been a, an ongoing process, but I'm confident we'll find a, a foot in the door at some point there and, and get something moving on that front. Now, speaking of the short stories, now, for you who follow me online or follow the website at all, you are aware there's been something listed recently as coming out, um, I think we said September of next year, to be announced, to be determined, I think it said. That is going to be a short story collection, and I am looking to work with a small press on that. We're still kind of working out the details on what everything is, <laughs> what everything will be, I guess I should say, how that will fit. But we are in the process now of doing a cover art for the book, doing the editing for the book, and putting some things together for the overall cover design, layout, and so on and so forth. So things are moving forward. I just don't want to share a whole lot about that just yet. I want to make a more official announcement uh, if I can. But I just want to give you a little teaser because it's kind of what I do on the podcast, share little insights that you're not going to find initially anywhere else. But that's going to be coming out. It's a short story collection. It's something completely different than what I've done up to this point on Trollodron. It's not... It's a different character, a different time period. It's slightly has some slightly comedic stories. It has some slightly, I guess you could say, introspective stories. I mean, it's just a different flavor, a different feel in some ways, but also still explores the world setting. It still explores this unique character and their life and times as they interact with with other characters and this the various stories that comprise this collection. So. Again, I'm not going to share a whole lot at this point because, again, we're trying to figure everything out as far as the marketing and all that fun stuff, so it takes a little bit of time. But the idea, the goal, is to have it come out toward the mid to latter portion of 2022, so next year. And the idea, because I have other short stories, is the idea is to work with this publisher to produce a collection of short stories once a year. Uh, we'll see how that develops and how that goes, obviously, but... The goal is to have you know a collection once a year moving forward starting on next year, 2022. And the second box, not second, second book, I should say, 
which be short stories would deal with another character, another time period, another type of uh, collection of stories focusing on a different field and flavor and part of the world and, and so on and so forth. So, And I've written uh, several short stories, like I said, in previous episodes and stuff. I just wanted to find a time finally to get them out there. And from what I've been looking at and hearing so far, I think this will be a very fun, enjoyable option. The opportunity to have it with a small press, I'm, you know, I'm still <laughs> seeing how that will develop coming off of Dark Horse and Penguin Random House for distribution, but it sounds like there, there's a very good chance uh, we'll have some decent distribution for this as well and get it into stores um, pretty comparably or adequately equal to what we have going on now with the current distribution. So those of you who like your print copies, and there will be an, uh, uh, a digital version as well for this coming out. I don't necessarily know. I think it's going to be tandem with the print, obviously, but there will be a, an ebook version. And I think we're looking at the audio option, at least I am looking at the audio option as well, seeing how best to secure that and put that in place with with things moving forward like to keep it with recorded book but it might be that it just might not be into them because they don't necessarily do a whole lot of short story collections so i might have to find another another publisher to take that on but that is the consideration for all the uh, short story collections in general the other benefit is that these are not going to be part of a series so you can take the comfort i guess you can say in knowing that if you want to start the series on you know book two in the collection you're not going to have to have any precursory knowledge of what went before it's going to basically be you can you know jump in and get in and enjoy it you know it might be a few little easter eggs or nuggets here and there that kind of tie into stuff but it's not necessarily going to hinder you from enjoying or getting into the book or the books i should say the stories but that's kind of the general idea so everything standalone everything is going to be like i said complete and finished so you don't have to invest in a lot of series to kind of get the whole story you can just get them with each individual volume. And if you want to mix and match with different characters and things as their own individual collections go on, you can do that. It's not going to be a uh, yeah, a limited or focused story type of thing in that sense where it's not going to be this big epic collection of stories. That's just coming out for 2022 and like I said, into 2023. Otherwise, there is the, uh, I can share this here, I think, part of what has been going on, it's been actually very fun to see, is with the one-year anniversary I mentioned a couple episodes back with Return of the Wizard King, we were running kind of low on inventory, which was great. If you are familiar with publishing, that's that's almost like perfect. About a year out, you kind of run low and need to refresh. Sometimes it happens earlier, especially if it becomes a bestseller instantly and wasn't expected, that kind of thing. But in general, it's usually better to kind of have the inventory kind of have a steady, steady decline and... Uh, kind of keep it going that way you know in a, in a more measured way usually it denotes more of a measured type of audience reception and purchasing it's not just like a burst of people buying it initially and then it kind of could taper off at the end and stop buying altogether but you guys i guess are phenomenal <laughs> besides a lot of uh, grace of god and favor involved there obviously with people and other stuff going on in stores uh, it has been selling very well very consistently since its release over uh over a year ago at the time of this recording that's been amazing. Now, the challenge now, of course, is as it gets very low now, which is just, I just found out, according to a recent royalty statement, it's gotten really low, and that, that's good and that's bad. It's bad in the sense that we are approaching, I'm still in the middle of the Triumph Tour, and we're approaching the Christmas time season, and people are buying early and buying a lot of stuff now because of the concern of being out of uh, product and stuff when actual December rolls around. 
So they have gone to reprint. Dark Horse has gone to reprint for the series, and we're going to get that in the process. But as I said earlier, given the concerns of paper and shipping and supplies and stuff, I don't necessarily know if that will be printing and getting out into stores before the end of the year. We only got basically about two months now left until the end of the year. So that's going to be uh, interesting in, in that short term, but I'm believing we'll have enough everything taken care of. I think the stores should have enough inventory now for the book to keep things going. But I say all that to say that is a fun process with reprints. Again, it's, I've rarely, actually I've never had that happen before with uh, with the publisher, with stuff I've done. I've had the unfortunate experience of dealing with companies that have gone out of print or, I mean, got out of business or have had other challenges before we've even been able to get to this point, which is amazing and wonderful in and of itself. So I think I want to thank you, like I said, first of all, but also just make you guys aware of that. So if there is a second printing coming out, and I will be sharing some more information about that in the months ahead, when it, when it officially comes out and I get my copies I can show, I'll probably do a video sharing how you can tell the difference because i know there's some people out there that are still really big into collecting like first editions especially if they're signed and things like that so i will make that uh distinction available on video how you can tell between the first printing and the second printing because there are a few differences that you can catch but after that i think they're going to use the same formatting for every printing after that so it really won't make a whole lot of difference between second and third and so on and so forth but I will make you aware of that, but I do want you to know that's what's going on. That'll probably be coming out, if not the end of this year, definitely first part of 2020. There'll be a reprint, and it will be out there into the stores. Um, tied into that, what else is going on? Well, one good thing I can share, and uh, you'll just have to act surprised next year when it becomes official, but there will be something perhaps interesting tied to the Wizard King trilogy that is slated to be coming out in September of next year. And I don't want to give away too much more than that because I think it's going to be a fun surprise when we officially announce it. And more likely than that, we'll we'll have an announcement in the next couple months here, I would imagine, if not the end of this year, definitely by the first part of next year. There'll be some type of announcement making everyone aware of what, what's going on with it. And uh, I, I think it's a fun idea. I've wanted to do this for, well, since we did the initial trilogy. And of course, added into all this, I'll still be doing more podcasts. I'll still be doing uh, updates to the Trollodron website. So do check that out if you haven't been able to check it out recently. That's Trollodron.com. That's T-R-A-L-O-D-R-E-N.com. And that you can find out more information about the world setting as I'm able to release it and share it online. So I think with that, we'll wrap up this particular episode. It's a little bit longer than I usually do, but I have a little bit more to say. Uh, next episode, we're going to delve into uh, questions and answers. I'll be answering some questions that I get, that I have gotten, I should say, during the tour. But you're certainly free to ask questions as well uh, during this time. Again, send them to behind at chadcorey.com. That's B-E-H-I-N-D at chadcorey, C-H-A-D-C-O-R-R-I-E.com. And I'll do my best to see what I can answer on that particular episode. Until then, have a great October and a wonderful November. Thanks for listening. This podcast is copyright Chad Corey. All rights reserved.